0: The following program is sponsored by Marty McClendon. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. Good morning all, all across the ACN network. Uh, whether you're tuning in from Spokane or Tri-Cities or Wenatchee or Northern Idaho, welcome to In My Opinion. I'm your host, Marty McClendon. Uh, it is April 2nd. I hope you survived the April Fool's Day yesterday. And, of course, when you think about April Fool's, it's all about deception, about joking, and so forth. And it's in the, the light of the last two years when we know that we it's it's really hard for the average person to trust what they hear. When there's so much deception coming from our media, from news sources, from whatever it may be, from education for that matter, where we can't trust what we see with our own eyes. Even images we see can be computer-generated now, and so even seeing as believing is no longer true. Uh, it's like the doubting Thomas, you see in the, the holes in Jesus' arms. Um, we're supposed to trust by faith, but we've lost faith in the things around us. I think that's intentional, spiritually and politically and so forth and world, worldwide. But today I'm gonna start off the show like we always do um, with the scripture verses, which I will in a second. This will be Matthew 24:4, Second Second Thessalonians 2:11, 2, Proverbs 16:18 through 19. They're all about deception, and I'll get there in a second. But I just want to encourage you all because, in spite of the last two years, or in light of the last two years, many people are going through tough times. Now, there's been some incredible blessings as well. Now, and I say that because how do you have blessings in the midst of what's happened in the last two years with the riots, with COVID, with the pandemic, with the uh, deceit, with the you know, election, whatever you, however you look at it, people losing their jobs, they don't want to take a, a forced medical procedure, um, the vaccine, if you will. Um, the silver lining is your faith in what's going on. I say that because I look back at the times in my life, besides the last two years, where we've had just traumatic things happen. You know, we had miscarriages when we were first married that were just hard for us, but we grew in faith as we had our children. Um, My son got leukemia. That was really hard for us to trust God and grow and financially struggling and and work. And then then he had leukemia again, and uh, we had a bone marrow transplant. And then when we were in debt up to our eyeballs or more, and yet all we could focus on was day by day, getting through and hoping and praying that our son would survive. My daughter ended up being his donor. And, of course, we can look back on it and see the testimony, see the goodness of God in the midst of the trials. But while we were going through it, it was uh, we, it was all we could do to survive each day. Uh, and now, in hindsight, obviously you can see that, okay, we're better off, we're stronger now, we're, we have this, our trust and faith grew. Then my wife uh, had breast cancer. That was that was challenging for me, but also allowed me to just to die before God and lie before Him and say, Lord, I can't do this without her. I can't do this without you, and, you know. And then uh, she had a traumatic brain injury as well. So we've gone through a lot of health issues. But it, in hindsight, you can see that each day it was so hard. But in, uh, but God was always there. God was a blessing us. God was growing our faith uh, and using this for His glory and our good, which is Romans eight twenty eight. Uh, and so this last two years, each day has been like a struggle to know what's true. Each day has been a, a struggle as to what's going to happen next. And that's where we really get in stru- uh, trouble when we try to think about the future and we can't imagine the future. It really is God is the God of today. Yes, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and forever. Um, but he really always says, I am, right? I am now. I'm, I'm your ever-present help in right now, today, uh, so knowing that whatever is going on in your life today, that God's in it, he's, he's with you, and you'll be able to look back at this and realize how good He is in the midst of it. So uh, hopefully that gives you strength for today as I start off the show. But as I've mentioned, the scripture verses for today is Matthew 24.4 says, Jesus answered, Be careful that no one misleads you deceiving you and leading you into error. Man, what a, just a powerful verse. And of course he's talking about Pharisees and Sadducees and those against scripture, but it's also so relevant today. How much, like I said, where we are told bald faced lies. And then later on they're to correct it or edit it or like, oops, my bad. Um, but the damage is done. We don't, we lose trust. Trust is one of those things that's that's um, earned very carefully and lost instantaneously when we lie or are deceived. Second Thessalonians 211, because of this, God will send upon them a misleading influence, an activity of error and deception so they will believe the lie. Wow and let more and, and that's talking more like a judgment because of our turning away from God. It allowed us that this this deceiving influence that we cho- choose to believe the lie. And how much of that? I mean, you can go on every subject around, and, and you, not only do you not trust what you hear or see, but you're being t- get, given misinformation, total bald-faced lies, to lead you to a um, result or a realization or a belief that is based on the law. That's why God said, it. he is the way, the truth, and the life. In the last scripture verse, Proverbs 26, 18 through 19, uh, like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death, so is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, was I not joking? Meaning like, oh, my bad, I was just joking. How much have we seen that? Where we are told lies, uh, media, mainstream media, local media. Um, college education, whatever, and then they, when they're caught, they brush it off like, oh, well, I was this, or I was lying, or I was joking, or don't take that seriously. Everybody does it. That is, um, God warns us about that in Proverbs 26. So those are the verses today. That's where I'm going, obviously, but there's so much out there in, in the news that I want you to know about. But really, it comes into that um, the whole overall scope of deception. We're being deceived intentionally to control us. I sound like very tinfoil hatty, but you can't go anywhere else when, when we're warned by the Spirit, warned by the Word of God, to watch out for this. And when we lose this this trust in God's will, God's way, uh, lo- lose this trust that people around us, we can't trust our neighbors, Um the enemy is winning, and so it's time for us to restore that trust, to be trustworthy people, and to demand and hold people to the truth, which is what, you know, I'm preaching a little bit here. So the stories this week that relate to this, so it's all in this this veil or umbrella of deceit, if you will. So our, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, and, of course, Um, I'm actually really concerned about his mental capacity, um, about what he's doing to America, uh, what him and his administration is, those people behind him as well. The mistakes and the gaffes he makes, we all make mistakes and gaffes, but this is the uh, leader of the free world, if you will, the most powerful figure, if you will, uh, uh, at least from an image perspective, the influence perspective on the world. And he keeps on saying these things, I don't believe they're mistakes but they are massaged in a way to say, like the last scripture verse was, oh, I was just joking, or I didn't mean that. And so multiple times our president has, um, the current president, I should say, goes out and says something just absolutely is um, wrong or incendiary, and then his administration says, oh, he didn't mean that. Any other president before this, especially the last president, said anything like that, there would be 24-7 coverage about how uh, unfit they are for office. Anyway, where I'm getting to is he's doing a press conference. Because he was over in Poland. He talked about, he said basically that this man, Putin, cannot remain in power. Okay, that's calling for a regime change. So uh, the administration, go, oh, no, he wasn't doing that. So he had a press conference when he get, got back. And they asked him questions, and this is typical. So what happens, he comes out, um, he has pre-scripted questions, Prescripted answers for them, which is not that atypical, but this is different than any other. He doesn't call on any reporter, and they're not like unscripted questions. He has a list of reporters to call that have been given the questions ahead of time that they can ask. Joe Biden is given the questions ahead of time. His staff prepares the answer, and Joe Biden answers the answer, the question he knows he's going to get from the reporters he calls on. Um, based on what it had been told to say. That's not the leader of the free world. And ha- the proof of that is this last week, they found uh, someone caught a photo of his cheat sheet, his talking point note card. And literally, it says, tough Putin Q&A talking point on the top of it, big bold letters. Item number one, it says, if you weren't advocating for regime change, what did you mean? Can you clarify? This is the question that they were given to the reporter who asked this question to him, that they had ample time beforehand to prepare a massaged answer to take the heat off of Joe Biden. And the answers prepared for Joe Biden was I was expressing the moral outrage I felt toward the actions of a man. And I was not articulating a change in policy, which is exactly what Joe Biden said because he was reading off his list. And so, and then the, there's another question about Macron, and then he goes, we're the most united ever. The bottom line is, there are has always been speechwriters that craft the speech according to how the president wants to speak to the nation. This is different. When Joe Biden comes out and says, I don't know what I'm doing here, I keep on forgetting I'm president, these are all quotes of his. Uh, I don't know why we're doing this on the stage. He comes out and says, well, I, I can't do that. I'll get in trouble. Um, I'm supposed to call on this person literally everything is scripted to give an image to us Americans that he's in control but he's not this is a, and this, the, the world leaders around the world see this that's why they see it the weakness in America this is deception we're being deceived there, there's a great act being played out before us and i'm concerned but i want to point this out this this is this is the truth that He's being led because he's not mentally or uh, capable of doing the job. Or there's something else going on. We need to know. But we're being lied to like this. But I will say this, and I'm not undermining what what I just said. I've seen this firsthand. This may just be a political thing, a Democrat political thing. I remember in 2014, running for Congress, or maybe it was 2010 for Senate, I've run a few times. I get this, but they were both against Derek Kilmer. He's a congressman in the sixth, um, and he's one of those guys that about guys, real friendly, glad handly. Doesn't do anything. He's vanilla milk toast. Um, but then he goes and votes one hundred percent with Nancy Pelosi. He's a he's a dyed-in-the-wool socialist that comes across as a moderate. I say all that because I had debates with this guy, or forums they call them, where they have questions from the audience or questions from the panel. Uh, and then you you answer them right. It's Supposed to be live on the spot. You're not supposed to have the answers in advance. I've seen multiple times where literally the new group of questions were brought in just for his race and my race, obviously. And he already had the questions in advance, just like Joe Biden does. He already had the prescripted answers written out on a note card that he would read. I didn't get wasn't given that. Any of his other opponents are given that, so it's it's, once again the crowd's controlled. The answers are pre-selected; they're prepared in advance for the right answer, and they read off a note card. This is so it's not uncommon, but I want to know who's actually preparing that for them. Okay, so once again, that's still deceptive. That's not getting so I, I noticed in certain times in those campaigns if I could get him off and get him to answer something that isn't on the note card he would make gaffes just like Joe Biden does because they're not thinking. They're they're basically reading a script. They're playing a role um, that is deceptive, which I think is something we need to deal with. So, speaking of lies, we're on that whole subject. Um, CNN um, this week went on, and for 24-7 coverage, was talking about the 6th, January 6th commission, how there was a seven-hour gap. Apparently, there was a leak. Someone in the, sixth, um, the, the January 6th commission uh, supposedly leaked to a reporter that there was a gap in the records of the phone calls made by the White House on January 6th of seven hours that, that proved that Donald Trump and his staff were covering something up what this breathless thing. And it turns out that's a lie. Um, it was an absolute fabrication. Once the records actually got to Congress, they reviewed them, there was no gap. Not so what whatsoever. What note that, what that reminds me of is remember uh, during the Ukraine talk phone call where they impeached Trump the second time for having a call um, with the, his uh, the leader of Ukraine at the time. Um, that oh yeah you know because a person in there uh, commander or lieutenant commander Vinman, um, the guy, was basically said that yeah oh yeah he was this he, it was a leak from the White House from that phone call by this Vindman who testified on Capitol Hill that was the basis of this. And that all ends up being basically bogus as well. They just need a tool to advance their lie to get what they want done. And then after it's done, they go, "Uh, oh, well, what's the big deal? Remember Hillary Clinton saying, what does it matter now when, when the a U.S. ambassador there in Benghazi and his uh, people around him got killed? What does it matter Well, she didn't answer the call. They died. I'm sure you'll hear Biden in a few years say, what does it matter about the 13 soldiers that died in Afghanistan because of his botched withdrawal? Okay, there's more. So what was going on during the time when CNN was spending 24-7 talking about this seven-hour gap that ends up being a a false and, and a lie that was never there, that was basically misinformation? Well, what were they distracting us from? Well, it was the same day that the FEC fined the Clinton campaign and the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, for funding the Steele dossier. Remember the Steele dossier that was used to do the whole um, spying on the Trump campaign and the Trump office and the first impeachment? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've been proven that they paid for it. They know this. So the Federal Election Commission fined both of them, and they agreed to pay it quietly behind the scenes, and it wasn't covered. So on mainstream media, they're talking about seven-hour gap that was a lie to, to distract from the fact that the truth is coming out, that the Clinton campaign and the DNC actually paid for, sponsor the information, the lie, the dossier that's been proven false that started the whole investigation and impeachment. This This is how they work. Even the Washington Post and the New York Times also came out this week almost two years later, says the Biden laptop, Hunter Biden laptops are real. The Washington Post went on further to admit that Hunter Biden profited $4.8 million from a Chinese energy deal. Think about that. For two years, Joe Biden, his administration, everybody behind it, and the, and the left is saying this is all fake information, false information, Russian disinformation, and yet now even the Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos, who hates Trump, admits that Hunter Biden, uh, first of all, it profited from the Chinese deal that he brokered on behalf of influence with his father, the vice president at the time, You know, and that the laptops are real, that, that they've been saying have been misinformation for two years. This, it's okay. The truth will always come out. What's done in darkness will come out in the light. But you see what I'm saying. We've been deceived years now, Matt Gates, I have a, a recording here that um, I'd love to play the just the beginning of it here. It's uh, he tried so that Matt Gates first. I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record of this committee the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, which I'm in possession of. I'm not. Hmm? There's no objection to that. See, see, Matt Gates has a copy of the hard drive of Hunter Biden's laptop. See, the previous um, day, they had the, um, what's his title? He's basically a, a cyber tech FBI lead. He is the guy that knows everything about cyber warfare for the FBI. Um, he and his group are the ones that the Hunter Biden laptops were given to um, by Rudy Giuliani and by the, the by two years ago. So they are in possession of a laptop, but they have not had it. Matt Gates asked them uh, the day before, where's it at? And the head of the cyber division of the FBI says, I don't know. And he goes, you don't know. He says, I don't know. We don't know where it is. So the next day, Matt Gates, you just heard it, says, I want to introduce a copy of the hard drive. But he had a copy of it, inches uh, the record. Jerry Nadler, remember the Jerry Nadler was one of the two. Him and Schiff were the ones that were like the most vocal to convict and to indict and to impeach Trump. The tools being used from the House Judiciary and the Senate were these two guys, these two, these two tools, if you will, And so Jerry Nadler leads this committee, and he's stumbling. He does not want to admit this into evidence. What does not want to admit this into the congressional record, if we want to be accurate here. And he finds a way to object to it. But they have it on video and on C-SPAN that they try to do it, and it will be admitted. But most of the time when a congressperson submits anything into the record, it's automatic, without uh, unanimous consent. That's the way they do it. But Jerry Nadler talks with his staffer and says, Well, uh, objection with further review. The, the bottom line is they're trying to find a way to squash this. You would think they would want to know what's on the laptop, but they don't because they know that the truth will be revealed that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are um, basically implicated and the proof is there. The proof that they've had for two years and they're trying to, once again, to lie to us and to keep it away from us. That's just. I'm trying to not make you mad. I'm trying to make sure you understand that this is a coordinated effort to keep the truth away and to feed us false information so that we believe the lie. This the scripture is very clear. This deception. Deception comes from the pit of hell. It really does. So Bongino does a great show on that. So the next thing uh, on deception, I'm keep on the same theme, one of my favorite governors, it's not our governor for sure, uh, is Ron DeSantis of Florida. Now, uh, Abbott in Texas is doing a good job. Kristi um, Noem, is, I absolutely love her in, in South Dakota. These are conservative Republican governors that are doing a great job, whether it be around COVID, immigration, taxes, um, and, or transgender issues as well. And so Ron DeSantis has been under fire. If you haven't seen this, um, the Florida State legislature um, wants to protect children so they passed this bill basically banning the teaching or of sex in kindergarten through third grade now it's very if you read the bill uh, it's very specific you know you can't teach them uh, uh, can't show them images of, of people having sex in kindergarten through three you know c- you can't promote this uh, this radical transgender LGBTQ stuff. Sex in general shouldn't be taught from kindergarten to third grade. That's just period. But the left has told us that don't say gay bill, which has nothing to do about don't say gay bill, but you have teacher activists and, and LGBTQ activists that are mischaracterizing this bill. The media has jumped on board as well to attack DeSantis, who signed a bill into law. Even Disney uh, has come online and gone after it misquoting and saying this is something it's not. Once again, deception. It's a lie. And what the Florida state legislature and Ron DeSantis is doing is protecting children, putting the rights to protect the children and to teach our children into the parents' hand. It's a very vanilla bill. Very, you shouldn't need this bill, but yet in this modern day with so much efforts to control our children, um, of course you do. So that's where we're at with this. So, um out of that, um the Disney, there were a couple of leaked videos this week. Um one was a uh creator that says that she puts gay things in every scene and she's encouraged to do so. The other one was Disney leadership, that they're they are uh, first of all, they're they're going against uh DeSantis and the legislature and so on and so on, but in their internal leaked video by Chris Rufo that he, that he was given and released to the public, they're in there saying they got rid of saying, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to um, hey, hello, friends, hello, whatever, uh, to overtly promote a transgender, uh, LGBTQ Disney, and their point is to, to um, actually that is grooming, so um. It, we're encouraged now to boycott, to not spend money with Disney, because not only have they gone "quote unquote" woke, they are in the business now of deceiving and grooming our children for this um, this sex trafficking, transgender, LGBT confusion is what it is. During the press conference, Ron DeSantis brought out one of the things they found in Florida schools. Not just you now, in Florida schools, it's in all schools. But they had the um the genderbred man. Not the genderbread man, the gender genderbred person, where they basically were teaching kindergartners that they can choose their own uh, sex. And so that's not it doesn't have any place in school. And so we need to make sure we're vigilant, make sure we have a good elected school board members here in the state of Washington, and we replace Chris Reichdahl and of course the Democrats that want to push this stuff. Now I'm running a little bit slow on low on time today, so follow up. Listen to this. The whole transgender movement uh, followed off in the LGBTQ movement. It's all about destroying traditional institutions. So this year, the women's college swim champion is a male, uh, Leah, right? Okay. The highest female winner ever on Jeopardy is also a male. The women's weightlifting record champion is held by a male. And lastly, we just saw this a few weeks ago, Um, The woman of the year is a male as well. Well, what about supporting women? This just doesn't make any sense. And so you have, this is the confusion that happens when you are lied to and you follow the natural train of thought of what they're preaching or teaching and grooming our kids to is confusion. Confusion comes from the enemy. When you have all of these actually male, they are men. They, They have male parts. This is wrong. We should protect our daughters and our women and our wives uh, from this predatory behavior. The good news on that, though, uh, in Florida, since we're talking about Florida, Florida's registered GOP voters now outnumbers Democrats by over 100,000 voters for the first time. Good news, Arizona uh, passes a bill to require proof of U.S. citizenship as well to vote. You think this already a federal crime to vote if you're not a citizen, but it's still done because it's not enforced. Any crime that's not enforced is doesn't matter. It's like in Seattle, right? If you uh, commit shoplifting, if you don't, if they don't enforce it and don't prosecute it, you're going to have more of it. Okay, the last story, not last story, but two more stories. Last one is that all in deception. Uh, first of all, the CBN News reports over in Ukraine that there's a lot of uh, humanitarian aid, but there are uh, human traffickers posing as pastors tra- and then taking women and children into the human trafficking. So we have to be vigilant, pray, but we have to prosecute this type of behavior. The last exception for today, the CDC uh, had a coding error that led to an overcount of 72,000 COVID deaths. A coding error. Very convenient now that we're coming out, so to speak, to say, oh, we're going to revise the numbers by 72,000 because we had a coding error. Because the same week, the UK, United Kingdom, Public Health Agency, which is their version of the CDC, uh, measured out from January to February of this year. And lo and behold, listen to this. 75% of all new cases are vaccinated. People that are vaccinated are getting COVID. 78% of all the ones that are getting hospitalized are vaccinated. And 89% of all the deaths from COVID are vaccinated. If you're going to reverse that, 25% of the cases are unvaccinated. Uh, 12% or 22% are hospitalized that are unvaccinated. And it looks like 11% are unvaccinated that are deaths. We've been lied to. This has never been a pandemic of the unvaccinated. In fact, right now, it's showing that the vaccinated have a higher likelihood by three times as much to get any new variant than those that have been unvaccinated or had it before. So I'm saying all that. This is being deceived. The truth is coming out. So don't believe what you see or hear. Do your investigation. Obviously, pray, but find good sources for the information. And then those people that will that are deceiving us, those people that are telling us lies, those people that are wanting us to believe these lies for an agenda, hold them accountable this election season. All right, that's a lot of me talking today, but uh, thank you for tuning in to In My Opinion. I'm your host, Marty McClendon. You can uh, reach me at MorningShowMarty at Gmail. All right, take care, God bless, and I'll talk to you next week.